0: Okay, we are back. Hi guys, I'm C-Mac, your host of Peeling Out the Layers Podcast. It is so refreshing and exciting to be back with you. And I know I say that all the time when I record, but it's different. So many things have been happening. It's been a lot of moving parts. It's been a lot of exciting things happening so far. But I'm happy. I'm happy. This episode is very, very special to me. Not only uh, that, it's because we're in season two, it's season two of Peeling Off the Layers podcast. We finished season one a few weeks ago. Uh, Episode seven, Check on Your Strong Friends, is streaming now. Thank you for everyone who has already listened to it. We have seven episodes on the podcast for season one of peeling off the layers podcast seven episodes so go back press the press the replay and listen to those so you can catch up where we are now so we're season two this is episode three i kicked off just to like go back a little bit i kicked off season two of the podcast on my Facebook page. I have already interviewed national recording artist Kid Lee. Make sure you all check uh, her out at, uh, at officialkidlee.com. That's official kid k i d l e e.com. Follow her on Instagram at thekidlee. That's t h a K I D D L E E. Um, she's awesome. She's a Christian artist. Uh, you know her messages are amazing. And you guys just just check her out. She's 19 years old. She's a North Carolina native, just like I am. So I definitely want to give her her flowers. Also, I had the honor of interviewing VH1's uh, Flavor of Love, one and only. Courtney Goldie Jackson. So she is on episode two. I interviewed her last week. She's doing amazing. Guys, she has a testimony you will not believe. So if you're not following me on Facebook, go ahead and do so at Peeling Off the Layers Podcast. Make sure you like the page, like, follow, and share, and then you will be able to catch up on those two episodes. So now I have season two episode three with an amazing friend of mine she is a beautiful Haitian (laughs) she is just we've been friends for about going on six months it's just crazy how we met I'll tell you a little backstory I was I'm in this Facebook group and here in San Antonio Um, And it just like really enables a lot of women to just, you know, uh, meet up, uh, network, make friends, just meet new people. And I had posted this picture of this event and it was uh, it was around April. It was around April and I said hey any ladies want to meet me out here for this event I'm going to have my son with me just let me know if you want to come and I'll meet you out there and she said hey I'll meet you out there so I kind of felt like well I gotta go now because now she's going and so I had to hold myself accountable and go and not only that we, we met we really hit it off so much to talk about she's so relatable her story is like you wouldn't believe and I don't say that because I'm about to you know really have her on the podcast to really speak to you all and she's I believe she's going to change lives but she's been such an amazing friend Um, And not only that, the same day I met her, I met the love of my life. So it's like she she gets the credit. (laughs) She gets credit. But um, she is a pediatric occupational therapist right here in San Antonio. She has years of experience. She speaks from experience and facts and research. So without further ado, I would like to introduce you guys to Miss Beatrice Demostoie.
1: Very cool. Yay! <laughs> <laughs>
0: I got it. I love your last name because it's like so exotic. It is like one of the it's best. It's the French. It's the Demostoie. French. Demostoie
1: hey girl hey hey girl hey thank you for that beautiful introduction
0: i it's real it's real you you are very love come up for a little bit so we're just like i was like you know what the conversations we have i feel like people need to hear this we have i have i actually wanted to get you on the podcast prior but you guys, she she travels, you know, she's booked and busy. So she's about to be going back to California very, very soon. So with her leaving Saturday, it's like, hey, I got to get you on the podcast either like today, tonight we record or tomorrow, but I ha- we have to do it. So she was up for it. And I'm just so happy that you know, just, just taking the time And being here Because it's it's not always easy um, To one, be vulnerable Two, share your story Three, just to like, you know Do things that you've never done before So thank
1: you for being here Of course Thank you for having me
0: <sighs> Okay guys, so I'm introducing a new segment It is called Chats with B I call Beatrice B Bea that is my name for her and I said you know what season two episode three chats with B I'm calling this identifying healthy relationships and setting boundaries that's what we're going to talk about that's what we were talking about. Uh, but before I get into it, I want to thank the sponsors of the podcast. Big shouts out to bigbruiseradio.com, Hooplove LLC. Make sure you guys check out my girl on the Instagram, Hooplove LLC, and on Faya Agency. Big shouts out to Jania Harris, who is a sponsor of my show as well, doing her thing out in Atlanta, Georgia. So, girl, we were talking about this earlier on the phone for over an hour and i was like we we gotta get you on the podcast because people need to hear this setting boundaries first of all just just tell tell everybody else a little bit about yourself
1: okay so
0: this will be like your introduction and then because i want them to get to know you because i'm telling you we're going to have more chats with b and then we're going to do the chats with B on Facebook so they can see you.
1: Ooh, exciting. Uh, So a little about me. I am originally from Florida. I went to school in Florida. I graduated from Florida International University with my master's in occupational therapy. I have been a pediatric occupational therapist for 10 years now. I enjoy what I do and... That's pretty much it mm-hmm. <laughs> and i can think about uh, so we were talking earlier today on the phone mm-hmm. about relationships in general not yeah. just romantic relationships with general relationships we have in our lives may it be with our parents with our friends co-workers and so forth and we talked about all the components that go into those types of relationships and how important it is to work on a lot of those core components of those relationships and how they impact day-to-day interactions, Mm -hmm. our effectiveness in terms of how we communicate, how we engage, and how important it is to work on our own journeys and help ourselves heal so we can be more effective uh, partners in any aspect of a relationship. So those are some of the things that we discussed. And so we'll delve into that a little bit more. I know. I
0: feel like when you say, we were talking about it earlier, healthy relationships, Mm -hmm. I'm like, how how would you define a healthy relationship and it doesn't have to be intimate relationship like you said it can be a relationship with a colleague a professional relationship it can be a relationship with a sister or a family member how would you identify that versus
1: okay so i think there's multiple help. key points into going into a healthy relationship or what is entails a healthy relationship but i think the aspects of a healthy relationship definitely evolve around effective communication, mm-hmm. honesty, trust, definitely mutual respect for one another, having uh, empathy for one another, being kind to one another and supporting one another. And that can look different for every one and how you interact with certain people but i think it's important to have some of those key points for sure to have a healthy relationship and then i feel like that also ties into how you see yourself Mm -hmm. and your emotional intelligence because those are other components as well that need to be in a pretty good place to have and help facilitate healthy relationships so
0: oh my gosh you just like hit something on there i was like Yes, they they always say how a person treats themselves is significant as to how they're going to treat you, or how this person treats their mother, treats their family members, treats their children, um, just overall looks at themselves, that's going to hmm, that's gonna let me know if you're gonna treat me uh, in a healthy way or not.
1: Absolutely, I think seeing how how people reflect and engage in communication, engaging with others, especially in times of conflict and stress, is a huge indicator how they are in other dynamics. If you're always screaming at people, or snippy with people, or disrespectful at the mouth, in general, that tells me in terms of relationships you may struggle a bit yeah. or a lot you nah, know yeah, yeah. <laughs> so those components too they and how important it is to work on a lot of those areas because it impacts so much aspects of your life and as a pediat- pediatric occupational therapist i see it and uh one of my goals in terms of being a pediatric occupational therapist i'm really big on community community and helping to educate the community and i do it little by little with patients that i work with but changing the dynamic of how we communicate Mm -hmm. changing the dynamic of how we engage with each other and i'm not a parent but i can fully empathize how challenging that role can be However, there are tools and ways to work around certain things that may be challenging for you. Kids will test you like any other human I feel like (laughs) I have ever experienced. But there are ways to engage and ways to work on things to help us to be better in those aspects in the relationships and also how we interact with one another. So when I think about healthy relationships, I think of how much work we need to do in ourselves and look at things that may be impacting us from being more empathetic and kind and supportive of one another because all those things go such a long way in building rapport mm-hmm. may it be with your co-workers, your family members, your partner, your husband, your wife, and so forth. Those components are so key. Not everyone's going to respond to things as well as you'd like, but working on you and making sure you're the most effective person can just completely blossom into more effective and healthy relationships for sure. That's so
0: true. I have a quote here from Kid's Sister. She's an artist and is actually out of Chicago, Illinois. And she says, how a person behaves is a direct indication of their level of self-love. The more balanced person, the higher the level of self-love they are.
1: I would agree with that because it takes so much work to get there. None of us come out of the womb with a a book, a manuscript of how to do it. We experience, we have different experiences in lives and things that we go through that help to mold us in who we are. But a lot of things that people go through doesn't always necessarily mold us in the most effective way. And it isn't until something happens or someone brings to your attention or a significant trauma or so forth can happen where you're like, I have to reevaluate how I navigate and work on this. Like we see it now, the huge influx, for instance, in terms of major companies making mental health more of a priority where you have mental health days right where you have companies offering more uh counseling services and things like that. It's so important. Being able to work on those inner core values or areas that you're struggling with. And it's okay to work on those things. It's a beautiful thing to work on those things because again it just helps you to blossom into more of effective
0: communication. I didn't know just being honest. Just like growing up, I didn't know what a boundary was. Mm. I didn't know what a boundary was until I had I had gotten out of this really toxic relationship. And it was the most traumatic I've ever i ever experienced. And after after that Love myself more. Mm. Love myself more. Uh, how to set healthy boundaries mm. and learning what healthy boundaries are, mm-hmm. and being able to identify red flags, narcissistic behavior patterns, character manipulation, and the whole the whole thing, right? But it
1: dawned on me, I didn't even know what a
0: narcissist was until
1: and I they're experienced quite. it. And do you know, narcissists, narcissists, narcissists are mm-hmm. technically considered really rare based on what research say. A lot of people have narcissistic traits, but right. to be diagnosed with narcissistic personality disorder mm-hmm. isn't as common as people think it is. Mm-hmm. However, I think there goes the component where, like you said, having those boundaries and when you see red flags of things that are not okay mm-hmm. stopping it there because right. again like how you mentioned someone who how you treat yourself is a reflection of how you love yourself so if you have boundaries that you allow people to walk over or you allow them to you know skirt by it or you make a pass or an excuse for them breaking that boundary and we all do it to an extent oh, it's okay yeah. it's okay like he was tired she was mad but there's certain things where after a while that person's going to see well i can just talk to cc any kind of way or cc's going to keep putting up with it when you set that boundary and they realize there's a consequence for that like you can't disrespect me and think we're still going to be cool things right. like that so i feel like those components too helps us to pick up so much more red flags and again there goes that effective communication that mutual respect if i i treat you with respect i respect your boundaries I expect it to be reciprocated right and if there's no reciprocation in terms of how you treat me how you speak to me that's it you've crossed my boundary and that's not okay my boundary is mutual respect for instance and that's a huge component a huge component. because we're in a healthy relationship
0: and i need to be able to trust you absolutely so if i'm not able to trust you and you keep crossing the line of disrespect mm-hmm. and you know trying to my boundaries to fit your narrative your narrative we have a problem there's uh, another quote here uh, there's another bullet point here on how to build emotional intimacy and it says here discuss the difficult topics as soon as you realize there might be an issue so it will save us a lot of heartbreak and the person listening to this will save you a lot of heartbreak if you discuss it right then and there respectfully of course you know don't bash each other just say hey i really want to talk to you about something This really bothered me and here's why so when you express that uh situation or whatever person did then hopefully that person won't gaslight you <laughs> um Because you expressed it to them so you can have an effective conversation like the adults that you are.
1: There goes that empathy component as well, being able to psychologically identify and relate to people's feelings of what they may be going through and being able to work in a sense of um, being in that person's shoes is another key point of a healthy relationship. And also in terms of establishing boundaries and making sure those are respected, because if you don't quite understand what it's like or empathize with people or can step back outside of yourself and realize your behavior might be offensive. That's an issue. It's a huge issue because that will lead to behavior that can be, can come off as narcissistic, can come off as very cold and passive or just arrogant. And those are elements that do not make an effective or healthy relationship because that person who is being able to express themselves and say, hey, hey, Cece, I didn't like the way you spoke to me. Or when you pushed me the other day to move past me, that wasn't okay. Or how you talk to other people affects me. And the person brushes that off or like, being you're so dramatic right you're that plays a component in how you view yourself and how you look at things but it also impacts your ability to speak up for yourself and so then sometimes not all cases but people's light almost diminishes Mm -hmm. because they fought for that they're like hey listen to me listen to me listen to me and the person's kind of like "Eh, no thanks that doesn't help either so then you become a spectator in your own relationship that's not okay no neither do Yes, because you're a partnership. It doesn't matter if it's a co-worker or a boyfriend, a wife, fiancé or so forth, a husband. You don't treat people poorly uh, because it's not okay.
0: No, I, I just, I love that, you know, you pointed out all of those elements because I'm telling you, It took me to go through a relationship trauma in order to identify what I was doing wrong, too. And I had to apologize for cooperating in my own pain because I was allowing this person to do these things to me. Mm. Oh, but today's a whole different story, okay? <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, we in a whole new year. I'm, I'm, I'm not that person anymore. That person is not here anymore. Self-love on a thousand, do you hear me? It's sometimes it takes a traumatic experience to, uh, to just get us moving in the right direction. I know we had some key points. Um, do you have time or we, we, we need to wrap it up a little bit? No, you're good. Okay, okay, okay. I know we have some key points and we know we talked about effective communication, trust, honesty, empathy, understanding, um, respect for one another, supporting for one another. I mean, these are things that I, oh my gosh, I love. I'm constantly learning. I'm constantly... Feeding my mind uh, because I want to be the best person that I need to be, not just for my partner, not just for my son, not just for my friend, not just for our friends or colleagues, um, but for myself. <laughs> for myself, like I need to be healthy in mind. Um, Absolutely. What would you say the mis the 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 biggest like misconception of someone who is approached? Let's say you were approached by you know a guy, and he's like, you know, hey, I want to get to know you, blah blah blah, I'll take dinner sometime lunch sometime and then you guys get to talking having conversation and then boom you you uh communicate your boundaries what are some of the myths like the biggest misconception that when people are setting boundaries sometimes those other people feel like oh you you know you're a miss oh
1: you're stuck up. You're
0: stuck up. You're, You're
1: pretentious. Yes. You're arrogant. <laughs> and I feel like those are some people who don't know who have not ever, I shouldn't say ever, are not used to people who set boundaries. Mm. And don't like the idea of boundaries because you have some people who have this notion like when you're dating i'm supposed to let you know everything about me when we're first dating i don't necessarily feel like in terms of your question i need to tell you everything off the jump i need to get comfortable with you and be able to tell you that so there's certain things like i don't you know as a for instance let's say a boundary is i don't talk about political views mm-hmm. on the first two couple dates I could get really, you know, can get really heavy. Yeah. And I'm not trying to do that. I just want to keep it light initially. You don't want to give it all away. Yeah, yes. You know what I'm saying? Build up to it. Yeah. So I feel like that's a big misconception sometimes with boundaries. Like, you know, because I've gotten that before. Like, oh, she's bougie. And I'm like, because I don't like the way you were speaking to me. Like, I've, you know, I'm the person who tells you. Right. And that's something like you mentioned. You learn, you experience that. You you work mm-hmm. through that or you've learned those through, unfortunate. A situation sometimes what's not okay for you <sighs> so then establishing those boundaries for me i can't speak for everyone of course excuse me how effective it's been for me moving forward in relationships because that's a red flag for me right off the, right out the gate if you are frustrated or get mad if i establish a boundary or if i say i'm not okay with that don't speak to me that way and then you get pissed automatic. We're good. <laughs> yeah. We're done. It's red flag. Red flag. It's, you know, and I think yeah. that's a big misconception with boundaries or people feel like you're sometimes too, especially if you've been friends for a long time. Yeah. I think another misconception sometimes is uh if someone's boundaries for instance, I don't necessarily Want to hear all your negativity, or you pouring so much on me right now? And the person's like, you're my friend? That's what you're supposed to do," Mm -hmm. and come aggressive, and you're like, "Yo, it's not that I'm not gonna be here for you, but this conversation, the fact that you're bashing someone else, is not my cup of tea." Your BS
0: is supposed to be like my BS is supposed to be your BS. Um, no, wait a minute, because sometimes you you put yourself in those in those situations and then you have that too like Mm -hmm. some
1: things aspects that i've established those boundaries for myself in previous friendships where if i feel like it's always a negative connotation a negative conversation you're bashing other people Mm -hmm. i keep my distance Mm -hmm. or i say listen i don't want to talk about x y and z right because it brings me down and you bring it up again We're gonna have a conversation. I'm gonna remind you, again, I told you, don't wanna discuss this, you have an issue with it, the friendship's done. That's just me. I feel like I will address things multiple times, depending on how long of the friendship, the importance of the relationship. But those things are so important. It's not our job to make people comfortable with our boundaries. Our job is to make sure we establish them. Yes. You may not like it, but Google kitty, it is what it is. If I say I don't like something, you need to respect that. And that is, that's very important. Having that ability to be able to express yourself and your boundaries only elevates our self-love. It only makes us more aware and builds on our emotional intelligence because you're able to advocate and communicate effectively when you don't like something or something doesn't work for you. So it's so important to be able to have that ability to express yourself and tell people what doesn't work for you. Of course, like you said before, in a respective, respectful manner, without bashing or belittling someone because that's not okay, ever. But that aspect is so important as well. And I think that plays a, such a huge component in terms of building those healthy relationships we've been talking about.
0: See, you guys, this is why I had her on the show. This is why. <laughs> give, give us more, give us more. And I hope that we can come back and I don't know. I don't even know if you have like time for a part two. We may have to record part two tomorrow if you want.
1: Absolutely. Okay,
0: you guys, she is coming back because I want to talk about um, how to set those boundaries. Absolutely. Okay, we, we know how to identify them, but how do we set them? Some people, um, it's a first for them. The so first on expressing themselves instead of uh, keeping it to themselves
1: and like you mentioned part of identifying those boundaries mm-hmm. is knowing what work what doesn't work for you mm-hmm. what you don't like mm-hmm. and things mm-hmm. that you would not be okay with right and those start the process of your boundaries communication how someone may communicate if someone's aggressive if someone's right. abusive in their language if someone doesn't is too doesn't respect your personal space establishing those boundaries from the beginning can be so important instead of allowing it to build up because sometimes we allow people to push over our boundaries over and over or we expect people to understand our boundaries but sometimes Everyone's perspective is different of what is okay and what isn't. So I think it's definitely important to talk about how we can identify what works, what is our boundaries and ways that we can establish it without an effective Manner without having difficulty doing so.
0: And you said it. Thank you for coming on the show. I know you. Thank you
1: for having time. me. This was <laughs> so
0: much fun. I love this, you guys. This is chats with V right here on Peeling Off the of Layers podcast. We will be back for part two, but make sure you like, share, and subscribe. Uh, listen to Peeling Off the of Layers podcast on every platform. We love you guys, and thank you so much Bye. for listening. Bye. Thank you.